welcome to this special bonus episode of Data Brunch with ICPSR. If you love data, this is going to be food for thought. I'm Dory. And I'm Anna. And we are working on our second season, including episodes about ethical use of data in the news and lots more. But until then, please enjoy this pre-recorded interview with Dr. Jane Goodell about her newest book called Preparing STEM Teachers, The You Teach Replication Model. And this interview is from Dr. Amber Bryant and our Partnership for Expanding Education Research in STEM Archive, um, also known as PEERS. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you in the fall. Thank you for listening. My name is Dr. Amber Bryant, and I'm a project manager at the Institute for Social Research at the University of Michigan. Here at ISR, I work for the Interuniversity Consortium for Political and Social Research on the Peers Data Hub Project, the Partnership for Expanding Education Research in STEM. Today, we are speaking with Dr. Joanne Goodall about her newest book, Preparing STEM Teachers, the You Teach Replication Model. Dr. Goodall is a professor at Cleveland State University's Department of Teacher Education. She taught high school mathematics for 13 years in Australia and was department chair for five years. She currently teaches undergraduate and graduate mathematics methods and practicum courses. Her research interests focus on equity, reform, and professional development issues in the teaching and learning of mathematics and related disciplines in high schools and universities. Current grants include the DSTEM Choose Ohio First Scholarship Program with Miami and Toledo, two North, North, I'm sorry, Novus Scholarship Programs through the National Science Foundation and the Teacher Quality Partnership Program through the National Mathematics and Science Initiative. Dr. Goodall was instrumental in bringing the UTeach model to Cleveland State and is the education co-director for the CSU Teach program. In August 2016, Dr. Goodall was appointed as the director for the Center for Faculty Excellence. Today, we will be discussing Dr. Goodall's co-authored book entitled Preparing STEM Teachers, the UTeach Replication Model published just recently in 2020. This book is a true testament to her scholarship and expertise in the field of teaching, teacher preparation and STEM training. Dr. Goodall, thank you so much for joining us today. If it's okay with you, I'm just gonna jump right in with our questions. Certainly. Okay, awesome. So um, your book is specifically about preparing STEM teachers and uh, the UTeach model. Can you tell us what the UTeach model is and how it helped to inspire the compilation of this book? I'd be pleased to. The UTeach model began at the University of Texas in Austin in 1997 uh, to help overcome the severe shortage of mathematics and science teachers in the state and nationally. Uh, it was designed by both teacher educators and STEM faculty, and it consists of 10 courses in uh, education, in STEM education, 
Um, and it's based on obtaining a content degree in either mathematics or science uh, at the same time as you're doing those courses in education and completing field experiences in local schools. And this is a model that uh, many schools, many universities had approximated, but the UTeach Institute um, wanted to replicate that across the country. And so they were able to obtain a large grant from the ExxonMobil Foundation and other um, uh, foundations to provide initial seed funding for other universities to implement that program. And so that's why it's known as a replication model because the universities that are currently implementing that model are following the plan and the, um, the sequence of courses that uh, the University of Texas at Austin originally began in 1997. Gotcha. So it sounds like um, STEM teaching is, is very unique. Uh, can, you, can you speak a bit to the challenges that universities face when preparing STEM teachers and how this training model helps with that? Well, STEM programs, as you know, are expensive to run. And uh, are for in terms of the teaching um, of STEM subjects, we really need to get the um, teachers in the field as soon as possible so that they get a wide variety of different pre-service teaching experiences. And that's something that this model does a very good job with. And that's not something that was common prior to the UTeach model. Um, so there are five different field experiences starting with some students in their freshman year. They go out to a school in pairs. So there's two students together. It's a little bit less scary. Um, they teach at the elementary or middle school level. Um, one or two lessons, very much guided by the faculty who are teaching them in those introductory courses. They're called step one and step two. And through those um, introductory courses, they get to try out teaching. Um, and so they're you know, exposed to the world of teaching very early in the program. Mm -hmm. And that gives them an opportunity just to say, yes, this is something I really want to do or maybe it's not for me. So it, it, uh, the, the recruitment of students is really greatly enhanced with those two introductory courses because they are um, only one credit hour each and there's you know, sort of no penalty for not continuing. And it gives them an opportunity to try out teaching and see if that's really what they want to do in the long term prior to this kind of model. Uh, many programs uh, did not have any field experience until the students were in their junior year, which is right. kind of a long way down the, the line to, to find out that actually I don't really enjoy working with students or I'm scared to stand up in front mm -hmm. of a group of students. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so then, you know, that kind of puts the program, you know, completion pro of the program way behind if they then have to switch to some other um, programs. So I think this model where the early field experiences are really uh, a key part of the model, help students uh, make that decision and, you know, help them stick with the program because they, they know that it's something that they really want to do. Yeah. You know, I love that. I, I actually, um, I went through education programs. That's what my PhD is in. And I taught high school English for a while before pursuing um, higher ed. 
And you're absolutely right. I did not get into the classroom until the end, uh, the very end. Mm -hmm. And some of my classmates did change their mind. Um, they realized that it wasn't what they thought it would be. Um, and I definitely like that part of this model, that early field experience, I think is um, really valuable. And that was a, a very smart move to, to make in a teaching preparation program. So that's really awesome to hear. I also think that the, um, the part of, another part of the model, and I'll just say that there are nine elements of success in the you teach replication model another part is that they um, the the university commits to having full-time faculty um, they might be clinical faculty um, or they might be uh, you know regular tenure track faculty but full-time faculty who are teaching the education courses and are supervising the students in the field experience mm. so they go to a school and a full-time faculty member is, you know, part of that experience. Um, that those teachers are called master teachers, and they're not uh, not only are they responsible for teaching, uh, you know, these early field classes, but they also develop partnerships with the schools, and they, uh, you know, really focus on the teaching side of mm -hmm. the program. Um, they also do, in many cases, a lot of advising for the students. And so the students, you know, the pre-service teachers feel very connected to those master teachers um, in the early parts of the program. And because they're full-time, they're on campus, they're available, um, and they're fully involved with the program. I think many um, teacher education programs that are not in the UTeach model mm -hmm. um, employ external or part-time supervisors because of the shortage of full-time faculty. And, you know, there's a whole lot of research around that and um, you know programs with accreditation issues and so on but definitely the you teach models use of master teachers and full-time faculty in the field experiences is unique and I'm sure does contribute to the success of the program. Wow yeah that relationship building and you know yes. kind of goes into my my next question about retention which is always a hot topic um, and teaching and teacher preparation programs. Um, this, this model address that in any way? Um, can it help with retention and recruitment? Um, well, absolutely. There's you know, many parts of the program that help with recruitment. And one of them is, as I just mentioned, the early field classes, step one and step two. Um, in some universities, they're able to provide those free. So that's kind of a, you know, an, you know, a, a recruiting um, tool as well, because you can try out teaching for free. Oh, and so that helps recruit the students. Um, we go, faculty and master teachers go to introductory uh, math and science courses and just ask, you know, tell students about those, <coughs> about the step one and step two, excuse me. And that is definitely a very um, important recruiting tool that they can try it out for free and just see how, you know, see how they like it. Um, because many students will report, particularly students in pre-med programs, as I'm sure you're aware in your role, um, many students would like to be in the medical professions, but the entrance requirements are pretty steep mm -hmm. and a lot of students don't make it um, into the, the medical field or not into the field that they want to. And so, you know, many of them have never even thought of being a teacher. And after they try teaching in the step one class, 
realize, gosh, I really enjoyed that. And this is going to be something that I could have as a second, you know, a backup kind of thing. You know, what, what if I don't get into medical school? But many of them realize, well, actually, I don't want to go to medical school mm-hmm. anymore. I really want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so it does give them an alternate career path. Um, and because you are, you know, they are getting a degree in either math or science, um, they still have that option to go on into graduate school and become, you know, a science researcher or do a, another kind of math or science-based career. Um, but with this, because it's rolled into the four-year degree plan, they can finish their four-year degree plan with a teaching license and and their regular degree. Exactly. So they have two career options. And that's a very important recruiting tool as well. Oh, that is that is so awesome. And that's exa- that's exactly what happened uh, for me in undergrad. I was an English major and I took a class that had me going to high schools for a writing workshop. And I had no idea that I was going to fall in love with the classroom. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, I was I've never left. Like since that moment, I was a teacher ever since. I said, I love this. I can't believe they would pay me to do this. And right. <laughs> it was my um, it has been my path ever since. So it's so good to hear that that is still happening and that teacher and faculty are aware that 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 exposure um, sometimes this is all that a student needs because um, they you don't know what you don't know. So that's correct. Really, that's really awesome to hear. So um, when you wrote the book, who was your intended audience in your mind? And um, and how did you hope the book would be used and referenced in the future? So uh, let me just um, put a little word in there. I was the editor of the book. So what that means is I invited 29 sets of people to write the chapters and we edited them together so my coach and myself and had them published in this book so I wrote a couple of chapters with a couple of other authors but there are I think over 50 authors or maybe even a little bit more than that who wrote the chapters about the book uh, about the program I should say and what we hoped is that other universities considering Um, how to improve their recruitment of STEM teachers and their production of STEM teachers. So increase the number of STEM teachers they are are putting out there, um, that they they would be the audience, part of the audience for the book. Also, we hope to garner some kind of international audience for other countries to see how successful um, this program has been. Um, And for policymakers to say, really, you know, we we need to be supporting programs like this. because they are very expensive to run. The university administrators to see how being part of a huge national network of now um, 45 universities uh, and 11 HBCUs. So we're now well into the like, 55 to 60 range of universities that are replicating this program. So you know all of the faculty at those universities as well. So we're hoping that it has a very um, wide audience. And thank you for the invite for today. That'll help us. Yes, that that is so awesome to hear. Like, I love I love to hear that because as I was reading through the book, I'm like, this is a great model. Like, (laughs) I hope that it is um, making its way around. So that's that's awesome to hear, uh, especially to hear that the HBCUs that's you know it's often um, an untouched audience. So Mm -hmm. that. Uh, So uh, this is just the last question we're going to conclude for today, but. Um, as a takeaway, 
um, what can you tell professors and scholars and other university staff members um, just a piece of advice that they could add to their programs when they're preparing their STEM teachers, uh, whether or not they have the UTeach model, um, what is one thing that maybe they could do to, uh, to kind of help with their students' preparation? That's a very intriguing question. Um, there's so many pieces of advice I could give, but I think having the master teacher model where you have full-time clinical faculty involved in the field experiences um, from the beginning of their program through to the student teaching and even beyond, which is something that the UTeach model promotes as well, um, is really one of the key elements, I think, because there's that continuity they know the students really well, the students feel comfortable and um, you know, seek their advice when needed. Uh, and I think that really helps with the feeling of belonging to the program and that feeling of belonging and being in a teacher, you know, developing their teacher identity definitely helps retain them once they go into teaching. Um, and part of my research has demonstrated that quite clearly that the UTeach grads um, you know, their satisfaction with their program and their student teaching does predict their entry into teaching and their retention in teaching. You mm. teach grads are retained at 92% uh, after three years, research has wow. shown. So. <laughs> that, is a, that is amazing for teachers. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, it is. So there's lots of research on the program now to, to bear out um, you know, the, the, many of the things I've said. So I encourage folks to to look at that, but much of it is also represented in the book as well. That's oh, so exciting. I can't wait to promote this work. This has been an amazing uh, session with you. Thank you so much for your time and being with me today, Dr. Goodall. Listeners, you can purchase the book online through Amazon, as well as through the Information Age publishing website. There are several online retailers where uh, who sell the book. So hopefully you can find a good retailer to purchase uh, for you, preparing STEM teachers and the You Teach Replication model. Thank you again so much for listening. And thank you, Dr. Goodall, for your time this morning. Thank you.